Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good morning. And welcome to the third and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Everything am I the asshat. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the asshat? Part two. Okay, Lex, you got me very excited for this. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear what you guys think about this one. Okay, here we go. Am I the asshat? I had my mother-in-law charged with trespassing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hope mine is listening. Okay, go, Lex, go, go, Lex. After she entered my home and fired my babysitter. I wish that was just the end of it, right? Yeah. Thank you. We'll be right back. Yeah. So you'd say yes right away? Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear the other details, though, and we'll actively Uh, listen. I hope so. So we don't miss any details. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is from um, the the man. Uh, He says, I'm a a widower. I lost my wife and 34. Sad. Uh, Just minutes after she gave birth to their baby, Sammy. She had a difficult pregnancy, so I took an indefinite leave three months before she was due. Sammy is now four months old, and I went back to work. I told my mother-in-law, Sandra, who's 56, about my plans, and she offered to nanny for free. Pretty cool. I said yes and gave her a copy of the house keys. She comes 30 minutes before he leaves for work. When he comes home, she stays for dinner and helps put Sammy to sleep. Wow, that's a lot. That's, yeah. Everything was fine for the first couple of weeks until I noticed that Sammy wasn't feeding as much. Her formula was was barely touched. I asked Sandra about it and why she's not feeding well, and she says she's trying to breastfeed his daughter. At first I thought she was joking, then I realized that she wasn't. The mother-in-law? The mother-in-law is trying to get the baby to latch on for a few minutes every day to activate her milk production. Uh, uh, This is... Her grandma. Oh, no, no, Grandma booby. Grandma booby. Grandma booby. Oh, she's okay. Uh, okay. okay, there's more. There's more. He says, I almost lost it. Uh-huh. I told her she can't do that and she needs to stop. She said she would, but she didn't. He caught her again. He confronted her and said, no, you're no longer the baby's nanny. He didn't ask for the keys back because remember, she's still the grandma and that she's still welcome to come visit. So he asked for a week leave from work to care for his daughter and to find a nanny. He found one, but two days after she didn't return of Mm. working, he called her and said, hey, what happened? She said, your mother fired me the day before. And he asked to describe the woman. And yes, it turned out to be Sandra. She came into the house using the key and fired the nanny. 
So he says, I was about to call her when she showed up, and there was this convoluted story about how he she, he hired an incompetent nanny. I told her that she needed to, re, to leave. She refused, and that she was going to call CPS because he was endangering his child. They argued back and forth. He called the police and had her charged with trespassing. I know my mother-in-law is grieving the loss of her daughter. I am too. But she crossed the line when she disregarded my wishes. She was very upset with me. My sister-in-law and brother-in-law are calling me ruthless, and now I'm second-guessing myself. Have I taken it too far by calling the police? Am I the asshat? This has to be somebody who's making this up just to get Reddit karma. I mean, sometimes I think there are people who just want to try out their writing skills. or uh, That's besides the point, but let's pretend this is real. <laughs> I think it's real, but... I, but yeah, let's let's go with regardless. Oh my god. You are not the asshat. Fatal attraction grandma. What? You have stepped uh, over a boundary that is so weird. I didn't even know that was possible. It isn't. Girl. You can't once do your that. breasts dry out. You can't just start milk production. You have to keep it going. Wet nurses are like they kept their milk going, but you just can't start. I mean, that would mean that if anybody sucked on a breast ever, you start producing milk. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. And we all know that happens. Right. That's what I just am like, this is Jason. Come back. To- <laughs> You're like, no idea what, that's, <laughs> what that means, how that works. Y'all know what that would mean. Anytime somebody sucked on a breast, milk would come out. Oh. Oh, okay. I, I would call the police before that. Me before too. I, yes. I love how the question is for charging my mother-in-law for trespassing after she fired my babysitter. What about what she did while she was the babysitter? Right. Yes. <laughs> what about Grandma Booby? 651-641-1071. Anyone want to defend the grandma? <laughs> I would actually like to get one person. Oh, God, I... I really I mean, wonder. Is it closest to your daughter that you feel? Because, yeah, look, she... She look, lost Sammy her daughter. Lost, right. Sammy lost her mom. She lost her daughter. But that girl, is a whole nother whipping, level. Whipping Maybe out. she's lost her mind. Yeah. Yeah, whipping out the boob and trying to breastfeed. You're trying the, to be the mother. It's a weird yeah. thing. It's like fatal attraction or psycho. When I first saw this, I thought, oh, maybe she's just wearing like a fake booby apparatus, you oh. know, just to kind of get the idea. You know, dads will sometimes no, wear those. Yeah, no, not, girl, your place, real, not your place. Not your place. It's, it's, it's the real mammal, mammal booby. Okay, let's go to the phone oh, lines. Good. Yeah, they're lighting Mama up. Mamma <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Uh, who do we have, Don? This is Trisha. Trisha, what do you think? Um, A lot. I, <laughs> I um, Well, first of all, I, I do know that you can start milk production um, if you aren't producing. Like, there are people that do that. But it, you have to be younger. I mean, I don't know how old this mm. woman is. 56. But if you're... In menopause, you're not going to start milk production. And also, definitely not the asshat because she threatened CPS, which is kind of like an abuse of CPS here. Yep. Um, so for me, definitely not an asshat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Trisha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. Bye. <laughs> who, who do we have next on? Next we have Reba. Hi, Reba. Reba. What do you think? Good morning. Good morning. So- 
I definitely agree with all of you guys. He is not the asshat in the, sl- in the slightest. Yeah. She's threatening to call CPS. Mm-hmm. He should be calling CPS on her <laughs> because he's, she's trying to breastfeed when she physically is unable to and is making sure this baby is malnourished. That's oh. just messed up. Oh, I didn't even yeah, think about that. Oh, yeah. Because, like, yeah, if the formula's not being touched, it's yeah. like, yeah, the baby's not getting the nourishment, and the baby's going to be malnourished, and we'll have to end up getting, like, possibly put on feeding tubes if they're not able to catch, oh. catch back up and everything. I... It's It's a whole story. I didn't even think about the fact of the malnourishment thing. Oh, if, yeah. If baby ain't getting milk from mama. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. It gets, it gets messy pretty quick. Wow. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, for you calling. Reba. Hi, Reba. We have Anonymous on yes. line one. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Anonymous. Hi. Hi. <laughs> what do you have so, to say? I knew someone, I dated someone who's, well, also, well, I know someone's mother did this to my friend's child. Like, so it was their grandchild that she was trying to. Oh, this is the same thing. So like I was friends with, I was friends with the woman and I dated her basically brother-in-law and his mother did this with um, one of her children and they found out that grandma was trying to breastfeed the the child, the grandson. And so, um, So all that other stuff aside, it's weird. No matter what, no matter the loss of a kid or anything, it's that to me is weird and very, very disturbing. So wow. um, So for your story, what what ended up happening? You know, they told her to stop, and they found out, and they were all mortified. And and she did stop, but um, and then they went on to have other children too after that. But um, so uh, but yeah, they were like. I mean, they were mortified. They were actually mortified when they found out. Yeah. <laughs> At least she stopped. <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. true. This lady okay. should stop. So, like, with John, when you're like, oh, no, wait, this is this can't be real. Like, sadly. Um, <laughs> it happened. It can be. It happened. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Thank you, Anonymous. Wow. Thank you. Oh, thank Have you. Have a great day. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just... I am speechless. I told you. So some <laughs> women get very, as we all know, someone get very attached to <laughs> breastfeeding and they do it for, yeah, they do it for a, a lot longer, <laughs> not for nutritional value, but for their own. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not saying sexual oh, yeah. pleasure. Please don't say. Oh, I, but, have, I have a friend who still breastfeeds the kid seven. Yeah. That's a little bit too, that's to me in my humble opinion. That's more about the mom than the child. I just look. (sighs) I'm just obviously when you hear stories that you internalize it and you make it about you, you know, you think of how you would handle it. I am just getting the visual of little Milo. (laughs) Oh my God, and Mama Haas (laughs) whipping her breast out. Yeah, she's like, listen, this is, they need this. Milo needs my breast. <laughs> I just, I just, I can't. I just can't. Every day trying. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. She would never. Oh, thank God. I have a wonderful mother-in-law. Oh. I mean, now, no. She, she might try to slip him a little bit of Bud Light, but not for, for some this. nourishment, but right. not. 
Go to sleep, oh, Milo. <laughs> I'm very grateful that my mother-in-law would never try to breastfeed my baby. Oh, which is a statement I never thought I would ever have to say on this show. I think this is my favorite one we've ever done. What? 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 I just. What would you do if you loved it? Alexis, what would you do if your mother-in-law, you walked in and your mother-in-law was doing this? Oh man, I I, oh, I I don't know what I would do other than just grab my baby and run away. And she would not have the address. I just think it'd be done. In my mind, I just oh, that would I'm, just be oh. I might never have to see Colin again. Yeah. I might. I just, <laughs> right. yeah, this like, is really me and the baby, a hard one. Oh, uh, I think I would move like instantly. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just peace out. Gotta go. I can't trust you ever. And this oh. poor guy lost his wife. Yes. Remember, and it's just so tragic. And he has to raise this baby alone. But you are not the mama. Maury says you are not the mother. Oh, and it's so much easier to just mix up some formula it's or fine. if breast milk is important to you there's so many donors yes that's true that you can get breast milk from yes that's true oh lord have mercy i just remember how hard it was for me to breastfeed yeah that just to even try to attempt at eight months it was like done dried out sorry no more and super difficult for and some they people bite. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah my mom tried a little bit and then she was like no nah. I can't. Yeah. I mean, it right. just wouldn't work. She was very sad about it, but it just did not work. Oh, Colin tuned in just enough time, just <laughs> at the moment, just to hear me say, I don't know if I could see Colin again. Colin, there's a whole lead up <laughs> yeah, to you, it, girl. I'm just saying, this. I might have to take a moment. <laughs> the he baby probably doesn't and I... want to think about his mom <laughs> breastfeeding her grandchild. Who <laughs> doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Little Milo that doesn't exist. Oh, crap Just on a cracker. Thoughts. Let's take a break. When we come back, wow. <laughs> Try to alert. think about it. Spring into a new season with a beautiful new smile. And for the best smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. She is a five star rated dentist. Five star. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Listen to what one review says about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. Dr. Hughes and her team are wonderful. 10 out of 10. My daughter had an excellent experience getting a beautiful enhanced smile with veneers from Dr. Hughes. The entire experience was pleasant and timely from the initial consultation, regularly checking in throughout the process, and the best part, her new beautiful smile. I jumped on the Google, too, and here's what one client said. Whether you're looking for a couple of veneers, a full mouth reconstruction, or even if you have sleep apnea. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. ...and want to get rid of your CPAP, Dr. Hughes is who you should go and see. She can help you achieve all of your smile goals and have you feeling more confident than ever. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, Hughes-Dental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. And be sure to let the team know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Let's get caught up with the big entertainment stories of the day and the Dirt Alert with uh, Don McLean. Yes. Okay. Harry Styles is talking to Better Homes and Gardens. He did an article with. I was an interview. I'm like, oh, okay. That's fine. I didn't um, even know that was still around, to be quite honest with you. It's true. You've got oh, your yeah. grandma Ragnus. Oh, I don't want to say the word grandma. Never mind. It's not your don't. grandma. It's your Dawn. aunt. It's your great aunt. Thank you. It's me. <laughs> it's, it's Alexis. It's Alexis. It's Alexis. I know what to get you for Christmas now, a subscription to Better oh. Homes and Gardens. Yeah. Um, so he said oh. that for a long time, it felt like... Um, the only thing that was mine was my sex life. This is when he was with One Direction and that he felt so ashamed about it, ashamed at the idea of people even knowing that I was having sex, let alone who with. This is from like 2010 to 2015. There were a lot of people who <sighs> women were talking about who if they slept with Harry Styles, they're talking about it like no privacy at all. Um, working out who I could trust was stressful, he said. But then I got to a place where I was like, why do I feel ashamed? I'm a 26-year-old man who's single. It's like, yes, I have sex. I, I, when I heard the 26 part, I was like, oh, wow. You know, because they started out as a boy band, you know. Yeah. And so they just, now he's dating Olivia Wilde, and he will not talk about his sexual orientation. He says that's, um, you know, that's his business. And he's open with it with his friends, but that's his personal experience. It's mine. I apologize for laughing in the middle of that, but I just got a text message from my mother-in-law. <laughs> oh my gosh, what, what did she, she say? <laughs> she, goes, she, writes, she, goes, she wrote to me, she goes, what the hell? Milo would love that. <laughs> <laughs> nice and creamy. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh. oh gosh. Okay, I'm sorry, Don. No, sorry. no, it's fine. I mean, track. hey, Back we need track. it. That's something that's hot off the press. That's yeah, like breaking news. Hot what does Mama Ta say yeah. about breastfeeding her fake grandchild? <laughs> oh. oh gosh. Okay. So Lionel Richie's other daughter, uh, Sophia, the younger one, uh, she is engaged and his name is Elliot Grange, I believe. Mm. Um, So he said he was on the verge of fainting when he had to ask Lionel Richie for permission to marry his daughter, Sophia. Oh, He was so nervous. And um, Lionel says this, he's 72. He said, I... He was a nervous wreck, poor guy. I thought he was going to pass out, but he survived Aww. it. 
Um, I was going to rib him a little bit, but I didn't want to play. He was going to faint. It was wonderful. They're deeply in love. So all I can say is that's what you really want as a dad. Now, we have to point out something very important here. It doesn't matter who it is. Didn't he know that as long as you're not Scott Disick, Lionel Richie is going to be <laughs> oh, really yes. happy. Oh, that's right. They Creepy did. Ass oh, yeah. Scott Disick, <sighs> who it's like your young daughter, who was like maybe 18 or 17, yeah. was dating this old man. And yep. I, I, Lionel hated that. I'm sorry. He, he was, um, you know, he and alluded to the fact that he wasn't really happy with it and then he just stopped talking about it but can't you imagine oh, how oh. happy he is that she has found somebody that yeah it's not scott it's not scott yeah, it's anybody but scott or That's scott's friends or... exactly yeah oof Lionel oh. would be so happy just might breastfeed him i mean oh my god <laughs> good luck getting anything out of that oh my god <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, okay, so there's a new show coming to Peacock. I'll just tell you about it really yeah. quick. And, uh, Adrian Brody has been cast with Natasha Leone in Poker Face. Oh. It's a 10-episode mystery drama series from Ryan Johnson. Uh, so we got to look out for that one. Um, Ooh, from Knives Out in Star Wars yes. Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, so it's character-driven. He joins previously cast Joseph Gordon-Levitt, also that's in it, Benjamin Bratt. Ooh, that sounds great. Oh, yeah, so, that's, I mean, I'm interested. Uh, now, I don't know if this is actually a show that's currently on. It looks like... Ooh. Anyway, Maybe could be coming. coming, could be already in progress, but Adrian Brody is being added to the cast. More stories like this at mytalk1071.com. When we come back, it is a Netflix sensation. We're going to talk about Heartstopper when we come back. Outside of talking to you two for three hours, Monday through Friday, my other favorite person to talk to is my therapist. Yeah, I know I'm good, Jason, but I don't have a psychology degree. Hey, Don, you know where you can get one. St. Mary's University of Minnesota. You can earn your Bachelor of Science in Applied Psychology, and it's fully online. Really? Yes, and you can complete it in as few as two years. It's also a degree completion program with a generous transfer policy. I've heard there is such a demand for careers in counseling and social services, school psychology and human resources. A degree in applied psychology could provide the foundational knowledge needed to start in these careers. The best part of St. Mary's is its heart. Faculty and staff get to know you and become your allies on your educational journey. That's right, Don. Go to S. M-U-M-N.edu or use my talk keyword St. Mary's. All the feels. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis. It's really one of those days for me that I joke about when I say, oh, and we all three feel this way. When you wake up, you go, oh, gosh, I'm really glad we have a radio show. <laughs> yes, me too. You just say, oh, I'm so glad that we can screen this from the rooftop. And I really mean it. I'm not being goofy. Um, don't breastfeed your grandchildren. Yeah, two That's things. It. I'm glad that we were able to trumpet today. Hey, don't feed your breast. Don't breastfeed your grandchild. <laughs> and um, I'm. I think. And let me look at her face. I, I think she agrees with me. So I'm just going to go ahead and be presumptive. <laughs> presumptive. Presumptive. What? Elmer Fudd. That's presumptive for <laughs> Elmer Fudd. I'm going to presume that Alexis is with me when I say we have an ab fat. Absolutely fabulous. I'm talking about Heartstopper on Netflix. Um, this is based on a uber popular series of 
they call them graphic novels, but they're almost like web books or uh, uh, web comics mm. um, of the same name. And Netflix has turned it into a show based in Britain. And um, I love the description. I don't usually. Here's the, the description that Netflix gives. Love meets doubt. Fear meets joy. Boy meets boy. Heartstopper is an eight chapter story about life, love and everything in between. And it's about a boy named Charlie. They go to an all, uh, he goes to an all boy school and um, he is kind of a, a self-described little, little gay nerd. And he falls for kind of the stereotypical rugby playing in air quotes, straight kid. And it's about that. It's about his friend group. It's it's about life and love. And here's a little bit of the trailer. And I can't wait to talk to all of you. And especially I can't. I'm not even looking at her. I can't wait to talk to Alexis about this. Here's a little bit of the trailer for Heartstopper. Pathetically, what sort of boy do you want to go out with? Happy New Year to a boy. Well, if it isn't Charlie Spring, Happy New Year. You're over there. It's the Nicholas Nelson. Nick Nelson. He is the star player on the rugby team. We are a trio of borderline outcasts. He's different. Hey. It's literally just another silly crush. It's not a crush. Hi. 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 Come on. Dream guy. I don't know. Just someone I can have a laugh with. He's the straightest person I have ever seen. Thank you. <laughs> That's Charlie's friends trying to convince him that um, Nick Nelson is just a crush. They're just friends. And he's the straightest person I've ever seen. Um, and that begins the story of Charlie and Nick in Heartstopper. I'm going to shut my mouth now because I can't wait to hear what my dear friend Alexis has to say about the show. Lex? I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Jason. Oh, Lex. This show, I'm, I'm halfway through their, yeah, it's eight episodes, half hour each. I watched four of them and I cannot wait. I'm going to finish it today. I just cannot wait to see how it unfolds. But it's uplifting. It's heartrending. It really perfectly describes that first love. Oh, Lex. When just, just that slight little glance or that little thing that you just... A little touch of the, you know, your pinkies touch. And it's like, whoa, electric, you know. And then to have to hide that love. Um, that And that's where I am right now in the story. I'm not sure what happens after that. But mm-hmm. um, to have to come to that agreement for very different reasons from a previous relationship that um, he is in. But I, the, the kid who plays Nick Nelson, the rugby player, Kit Connor. Yeah. He is fantastic. He played young Elton John in the Elton John bio oh, movie. I didn't yeah. connect that. Bohemian, oh, yeah. he's a great actor. Oh. Not Bohemian Rhapsody, oh. but um, uh, Yellow Brick Road or whatever it was called. Yeah. Okay. Yes. He, uh, amazing. Wow. Uh, I love how it's, it is in high school. So they have like little doodles that they put on the screen when they touch, when mm-hmm. something fun happens. Uh, that I, I loved that little aspect of just the production of the show. Uh, you're right about his friends. I love his friend group. <gasps> it perfectly describes things that happen, some of the bullying. And yeah. also it gives us, for, pe- for, for those of us who didn't have a cell phone or social media, 
during this time in our lives, in many ways, thank goodness, right, uh, that there's so much of that sharing and, and the texting back and forth and, you know, where we might have wrote notes or called each other on a phone with a cord. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was my life. <laughs> Um, and you didn't. You weren't waiting a for a text phone. message. You were waiting for the for the call. Yes, you know, oh my God, your heart was pounding. But yet, yes. oh. oh, the other great thing is is that he ha- has an adult that he can confide in, a teacher, um, where it's a safe place as art teacher, and that's really beautiful. You see what a talented musician he is. But Jace, I have one question for you as I'm watching this. Actually, yeah. it's kind of a co- compound. So you watched it with Colin, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys have watched it. Okay. We watch it together, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Did you guys just have to pause it once in a while and make out? Oh, my God. Because I watched it by myself, and I know that if I was watching it with my husband, I would have been like, hold on a second. Just this love story is so like <laughs> sweet and hot. Oh, my gosh. It. You know what? Uh, no, we did not make out, but we were. <laughs> that was to? the night that that was the night that we just we didn't leave the room. We just we watched TV in our bedroom. Um, you know what? I think it it was just so sweet to me that it 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 it, it was. We cried. We didn't make out. We both cried. Mm-hmm. Um, m- many times. Not like boo. Now, not boo hooing. No, it's like I did down heavy, but yeah, but we cried several times because there's so many relatables for us, and so I know, and generationally, you know, Colin's younger than I am, so it it hit Colin different than it hit me. Um, mm-hmm. And there's so it's so multi layered and it's so universal. You don't have to. I mean, look, I'm in my 40s. I but I'm old enough to remember what that puppy love was like, and oh. I've said it many times. And Lex, Colin quoted a different kind of study, but Lex, I know you've heard you. We've said this so many times on our show. You know what this? What I kept thinking about is that lesson that I learned from the Oprah show um, all those years ago, where some expert kind of chided these parents and said, "Never ever discount puppy love. Yeah, never ever um, powerful. Put it down because." In some ways, it's much more powerful and real and and honest and raw than the love we feel because teens don't have the life experience to know that other loves will come. So what they fear feel is so hyper and so um, uh, on the surface and 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 hot and you know white hot. And I thought about that the whole time, and then you know. As a gay guy, you know, one of the layers that just struck me that I hope a lot of straight folks will learn about, we've all loved someone, the unrequited love, Mm. but then you add the, you add the layer of cake that we sometimes have, and that is falling in love with a straight person. Um, And that is, that is heartbreak with some chips. (laughs) That's some Fritos with that sandwich. Oh. And I've had that where you you are in love with somebody who's straight and it's it's so heartbreaking mm, and sure. it's and it's it's yeah. yeah, you put yourself out there in a way and oh, mm-hmm. you just know that you can never. Have no, 
No, and it's not just because if, you know, normally if it's like if, you know, someone doesn't like you, it's, you know, your personalities or you just don't, you know, you're not attracted. But then you add the layer of, oh, wow, there really isn't a chance because they're <laughs> mm-hmm. and they, you know, now, look, I'm, I say that I'm not telling you the story goes this way. And that is another layer of why I love this. I told Colin, Heartstopper is what we're talking about on Netflix. Lex, you will discover this as you go on from four to eight, uh, episodes four to eight. I love this this author, Alice, Alice Osman. She zigs when I thought she would zag. Mm. And what I mean by that is she doesn't take the stereotypical route with the story of like, oh, you think it's, oh, 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 Charlie's going to do this and he's going to get beaten up and, and, oh. And and it's not. And Colin laughed at that moment. He goes, girl, we are so traumatized by our childhoods <laughs> yeah. that we Feels think that everything personal. we think everything is going to be horribly negative. Mm-hmm. And the story is not that way. Happily, um, there's some good that comes Charlie's way. And Colin laughed again. I always joke that Colin doesn't laugh that much. Colin laughed because every time we thought Charlie would be in peril or the story would go the negative route. Colin's like, we need to stop this because we are. <laughs> So our upbringing or our personal experience with coming out and being gay as a kid was so traumatizing right. that we're projecting it on this poor, this poor miniseries. <laughs> and it's much it's much happier. So let's take a break. More to say about mm-hmm. Heartstopper when we come back. So we never think Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Continuing our conversation on our latest AbFab pick. The uh, eight-episode series Heartstopper on Netflix. It's currently number one trending-wise with the youngins. Um, Ooh, 100%. It's ev- on yeah, it has tomatoes, a, too. 100%, Lex. 100%, Mr. Matheson. 100%. And, uh, and I can see why. And the kids are digging it. It's uh, digging it. Good Lord, Jason. Um <laughs> It's everywhere on TikTok. They're making mashups. They're making music videos. They're editing together all the scenes with Nick and Charlie. They're putting them to music. Um, the kid that the I shouldn't say kid. He's he's older than that. But Kit Connor, who plays Nick, he jumped six hundred thousand followers in twenty four hours. Whoa! Um, yeah, oh, I need to follow him. Yeah, it, this kid is just crazy. Um, y'all should watch it. And I was thinking this too, Lex, for all the parents, you know, you, Lex and Dawn and I see the, the emails that come through from time to time. Um, cause you guys know this is a, a safe place and, and from the moms and dads that have kids that they suspect are, um, gay or questioning and they email us. Um, if you do have that in your life, this is a really good show to watch as a parent for a, a really modern and great example of of what kids go through um don't you think lex i mean though it's 100%. fiction the other thing too jace is yes the the main story is the these two young men but there are also really other celebrations of different kinds of love as well um within the school too so i completely agree with you there's it's just really really sweet stories of um well, and what it feels like to be out, yeah, as as a a lesbian, as a, a gay young man, and and what they go through. So, and the represent and the representation. One of their friends is trans, mm-hmm. and I and I love how they and I and I'm going to trip over how I'm going to say this, but I love that it's not made a big deal. It just is, 
And and it's not a it, the, the trans character is just a trans character. They quickly identify as such. And then the plot moves along. Right. It's not like an You're after school being. special. Right. It's not. Yeah. It's not what like the Sex in the City reboot tried to do. It's just. Oh, that was so imagine crazy. that. Imagine that they're just human beings. And you know what? I found that so refreshing and delightful. And and because of that, because of the way that was handled, I the the friend who was, was one of my favorite characters. I she was delightful. And real, I thought in a really honest portrayal. She was at the boys' school, um, with her with the same. She's in the same group as the main um, guy, Charlie. She's in his friend group, and then she moves to the all girls school, and and it just is. It's not you know. There's no lecturing. It's just imagine that they're treated. Folks are treated like human beings, um, everyday human beings, and I loved <laughs> imagine. that. Imagine, wow. And I lo- and I loved that. I was another aspect of it. I, there's a list of I love the soundtrack. Um, oh, it's just really sweet the way that they the story unfolds. Yeah, even the little scribbles that they do <laughs> as the you're watching it. It's just really sweet. And and also, um, oh oh, Olivia Coleman's in it as well as the mom of Nick. Yes. Yeah, she's so unless she gets better. There's a scene that'll kill you at the oh, end. Okay, the wait wait for episode eight. Okay, just wait. Episode eight will kill you in the best way. You'll oh. you'll you won't maybe boohoo, but you'll get all the feels. And Olivia Coleman, I looked over at Colin. I think he teared up at this at the same moment I did. There's a moment with Olivia Coleman. Anybody that's had that conversation with their parent about coming out, mm. you will you will really be touched by the scene with Olivia Coleman and her son. Um, and Olivia Coleman is so effortlessly magnificent in that in that scene. You just want her to be your mom. You really do. And I saw that on Twitter a lot. A lot of people are talking about how Olivia Coleman is the real star of this, and she's not, but she's barely in it. But and I also love too, and the actors identified this. I watched an interview with these young with these young actors, and they identified this as one of the things they loved um, that they've done so well. I love that the cast. In portraying gay folks, they did not cast your stereotypical, perfect-looking, um, you know, mm, uh, uh, 28-inch waist, uh, perfect abs. Because sometimes, you know, when they portray gay men, it's 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 the Instagram effect of everyone has to have muscles and look and wear tight T-shirts and look the same. And the and they, th- this is their words, not mine. The the guy that plays Charlie said. They casted unconventional, good-looking people <laughs> and un- unconventionally handsome people, and that's true. Yeah, they're they're not matinee idols, right, Lex? They no. they look like imagine that they look like regular kids. Whoa, they look what a concept! They, they didn't Abercrombie and Fitch it. No, except for maybe Nick. <laughs> well, well, no, but Nick's but Nick isn't a per. You know, no, Nick, and he saying, was the one that said it too. Look wise, yeah, you know. Nick's a good-looking kid. Yeah, oh, he's. Yes. But he goes, but, but he, he even right, said yeah. it. He goes, I don't have perfect abs. He goes, I, you know, I'm, I'm a pale little redheaded kid. <laughs> and it's, like, right. and oh. it's just, again, it's, it's emotional. We, it's raw. You're right. It's a, it's a beautiful ride that you go on and you, you feel all the feels. All that's what it's it a really very unique show. Very. And I can't wait for season two. I can't wait for season two. Yeah, Cause how many books? Cause the, the author also wrote. All of the dialogue yes. and um, yeah, f- you know the screenwriting we, of it. We as want well. it now, people. We want it now. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
So my talkers, go watch it. Please let us know what you think of it. I really, I'm so I know Lex feels the same way. Yeah. I, I really want to know what you guys think. So good. But right now, it's really appropriate to say this today. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? Oh, amen. You be amen. you. And watch the show. You'll love yeah. it. <laughs> Have a great day, everyone. We love you. And we'll talk tomorrow. Donna and Steve up next. Bye for now. It's a beautiful day.